our final stop on the Final Frontier Month 2, and we're going to do it to honor a fallen celebrity. Roger Moore passed away last week, so what better way that to commemorate his career than to talk about what many consider one of the worst movies he ever made. <laughs> That's right, we're going to be talking about him as 007 James Bond, so still a franchise, in space for the 007 hit Moonraker. What do we think of this all-time, out-of-this-world classic? Well, <laughs> tune in and find out on a very double out seven edition of the review. Review. Just like the moon raker. <laughs> Welcome to the review review show where two small time dudes give your big dumb opinions. <gasps> I'm Troy to the max extreme. I'm shaken, not stout. <laughs> and today we will be going over Moonraker, the 007 hit classic. In space. In space to cap off our Final Frontier Month 2. Worked out perfectly. His tragic pa passing worked in our favor. <laughs> Terrible thing to say, but okay. I also liked the, uh, up top how you said double lot seven. Double lot seven. Double lot seven. <laughs> double lot seven. You go, just cast you as the new double Q. Double lot seven. <laughs> cast you as the new Q so you can just keep calling him double lot seven. I like it. We need to get double lot seven in here. I like it. Uh, also, we caught this movie on Hulu, uh, if, if it was on there, if you can see it on there. There's also a bunch of other James Bond flicks yep. on Hulu for... I don't know how long they're sticking around, though, because when I was watching it, it said expiring on the thing. Yeah, it might be just for this month. Yeah. So tomorrow, they'll probably be out of luck. Yeah. Uh, what's today? The 30th? Yeah. So oh, it's, man. Yeah, it's... If Come it, June... It's too late. It's already too late. The minute the show's out there, <laughs> it's too late. Well, but, I had a good run. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to take any risks, so like, I like, I watched it. and I was like, well, I'll watch the rest later. And then I saw like when I went back to it, it said expiring. I was like, oh fuck. Well, I don't want to spend any money on this, so I'm just gonna try and I'm gonna just get through it. Right. Well, it worked. Yeah. Another thing working in our favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing working in nobody's favor, JT, Sin City. Did you yeah. hear about this? I just read about it. Did you watch, uh, both the Sin City movies? I did. I like both of them. Me too. Even though A Dame to Kill For came out, like, way later. Like, yeah. seven years later. Oh, for sure. It's the same feel. It is. It just came way too late and nobody cared anymore. Yeah. Th that style was kind of overused in other things, so... Yep. People kind of lost interest, but it, it still had that Sin City feel to it, and I did like it. Yep, same here. Well, a Sin City TV reboot is apparently in the works. Yeah. No network attached as of yet. Yeah. Uh, but it is being written and uh, showrun by Glenn Mazzara. If you don't know him, he wrote for The Shield. Not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but The Shield. Yeah. And uh, there's some other show, too. I heard he was the Walking Dead. Walking Dead. He was big for. Um, uh, Len Wiseman 
also attached. Oh. Don't know in what capacity. Yeah. Uh, but he's also attached. So look out. Uh, I have a sex him. body. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, apparently going to be a far departure from the films. Don't know what that means. Just try and take more of a serious take with it. I guess. Maybe. I mean, it, I'm assuming it's going to have a hard, like, maybe it's not going to be as noir. Yeah. Because like maybe if try and keep it, like, in present time. And... Yeah, right. And I, I even heard that they're adding new characters and plot lines as well. Hmm. I don't know if that's absolutely necessary. There's a lot of characters in yeah, Sin City. And Sin City is a pretty big, like, book series, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's seven seven books of it. Oh, Jesus. And what you've seen in the movies is just a handful of characters. Yeah. There's more characters all throughout that yeah. aren't in the movies at all. I haven't read it. <laughs> but I just know by flipping through it that I've seen reoccurring people all throughout. And um, so I don't know what kind of capacity these new characters are. If they're just going to be like secondary characters hmm. that can like show up and get blown away. Oh, yeah. That nobody cares about. More power to you. We'll see. Going to be checking out Sin City. I'll look. I'll look into it. Me too. Me too. Uh, it has been highly hinted that it could premiere on AMC. Uh, Be a good channel for it. Joining the ranks of Preacher and Walking Dead. Okay. So we'll see. We will see about that. We will see. Uh, what we'll also be seeing, Godzilla Two, when that bad boy comes out. Yeah. Character been added. To the cast played by one of our favorites, Tommy Middleditch, joining the yes. cast of Godzilla 2. Joining that monsterverse. <laughs> joining that monsterverse. <laughs> Do you think he. Uh, now, I love Thomas Middleditch. Oh, yeah. Silicon Valley, one of the best shows out there. Catch him on any comedy bang bang, and it's a great oh, show. Oh, yeah. Comedy bang bang might be my favorite thing that he's on. Yeah. Just the pot. He just. <laughs> he, he has a crazy way of changing his voice. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you don't even know that it's him. Yeah. Like, uh, Dinosaur Neil said he was listening to an episode and he said, like, yeah, Thomas Middleditch left and then this weird country guy came on. I'm like, that yeah. was him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that was him. Yeah. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. He does, does good. He's good. He does good. Uh, I think in Godzilla 2. He's kind of going to be the Charlie Day character of Pacific Rim. Okay. Do you think? Do you think that could be right? Probably. Unless they, like, beef him up like Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, God. That'd be nuts. <laughs> beef him up. <laughs> so, gonna go kill me a Godzilla. The next season of Silicon Valley is just ripped. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. been working out more. Uh, so, check Tommy Middleditch out. Tommy M. Middleditch. It doesn't really work. <laughs> um, nice try. Thank you. Moving on to another sequel, JT. Power Rangers 2. We said, said last it wasn't going to happen. Dead in the water. You said it wasn't going to happen. Guess what? It might have a little... Quit playing with my... Might have a little buoyancy here. Qu playing with my heart. Now, it's not because of the high ratings or more money being raked in by the film itself. It's just they don't know what else to make. <laughs> <laughs> but the toy sales apparently are helping it out quite a bit. And so that might be enough for them to spur a sequel for more merch. 
can't discount them merch sales, JT. I just want to see what Zed looks like, and then you can scrap the scrap rid of it, it all together. That's it. Maybe we should get some merch. Maybe that'll boost sales, huh? Mm, we'll see. Boost sales meaning the only sale of things that we have. Yeah. So uh, one sale would be a boost in sales. Yeah. We'll sell a t-shirt for $100. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Finance the show for at least three months. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Power Rangers 2, not dead yet. And we'll see. Check it out there, JT. It's getting dark in here. It's been a little overcast. We didn't flip the light on. It's been so light. Oh my it's God. the summertime. All right, let me get the light. Get the light, JT. Oh, I'm going to the light. Watch out for the cord. You got it? Got it? No. Ah! I've seen the light. The old man shake. <laughs> Another big universe out there, JT. The Universal Dark Universe set of films. Dark Universe. Talked about them in excess last week. So we're going to talk about them a little bit more this week. Of course. Now we said that there's going to be a Bride of Frankenstein movie and Wolfman movies in the pipeline. Yeah. And I guess Universal's looking at a couple of heavy hitters to play the Bride and Wolfman. You see this? I heard about Wolfman. Uh, the Wolfman, none other than Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Because he he does not have enough work. Right. He can't be in enough franchises. This guy's a franchise saver. Yes, franchise saver. Yeah, but the Rock. I don't know, I don't know how he's gonna find the time. You know, with doing Baywatch two and everything. <laughs> yeah, right. From what I heard, maybe not Baywatch two. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's been like shitting on people, or, or like he's been like talking about like just the critic. The critics hate it, but the people know that it's good. Mm. It's like no, <laughs> maybe got number three in the box office on opening weekend. On opening weekend. Yeah. I think it made maybe like a fourth of how much it cost. <laughs> Keep it in the theaters a little longer. Get that yeah. break even. Baby. Yeah. What oh. was it up against? Oh, it was up against Pirates 5. Yeah. Ugh. Pirates and Guardians beat it. Oh, yeah. Guardians is still in. Speaking of Guardians. Oh, yeah. I didn't finish my other. Then I'll go to Guardians. Okay. Because I had that sweet segue. I fucked it up. Uh, it. The Bride. Universal is looking at Angelina Jolie to play the Bride of Frankenstein. Good one. I would. I haven't seen her in the spotlight, uh, except on the tabloids. (laughs) I know. Look out. Look out, y'all. You fucked up, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently she got remarried or something. Or maybe that's all fake. Or apparently she's going to die because she looks too gaunt. She's not eating. That's true. Oh. It sounds like you're getting your news from very reliable sources, Troy. The Inquirer or something yeah. like that. Who knows? But I would like to see Angelina Jolie as play the bride. I saw would a little, be good. Saw a little mock-up of it. Looked great. It'd be good. It would be good. You got JT's stamp of approval. It would be good. Stamp. <laughs> Speaking of Guardians, JT. Oh, wow. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 has now made $800 million worldwide. Getting inching, close to that bill. Inching it ever closer. Getting close to that bill. To that bill. Uh, I would say end of June. Maybe that bill. I heard it's been doing pretty good domestically. Like, I think I've heard it's like sneaking up on like Civil Wars domestic. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'll have to check out all them stats. 
at a later date. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, GOTG2, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. It's a great one. Here it's are pretty good. A few weeks back. Yep. Two weeks back? Three weeks back. Three weeks back. How time flies. Time is flying by. <laughs> this uh, summer is just going out, going on, going in one way and out the other. <laughs> uh, next week, JT, we got Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman coming down the pipeline. But you know where we can't see it? Lebanon. Apparently, oh, Lebanon. Oh, man. Your child is extremely pissed. <laughs> Her being a powerful woman. <laughs> Yeah. She will not be able to see Wonder Woman in Lebanon. These sexist bastards in Lebanon. Uh, the main reason, because Gal Gadot... Wanted fugitive there. Well, served in the Israeli army. So oh, they are boycotting shit. the film in its entirety. There you go. Oh. So it's not a sexist thing, it's a racist thing. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's better. <laughs> I don't know if it's more of a racist thing or if it's like a religious thing. It would it be a religious thing? I who knows how all that shit's going down over there. Let's let's just stop before we say something we regret. <laughs> so can't see it in Lebanon because they're hating on Israel. Oh man. Too bad. Uh a little more Have in- they not been through enough? <laughs> enough? You know what's been through enough, JT? All of this Sony Movie news without Spider-Man? Yeah, the Venom movie we talked about last week. Yep. We have the uh, Silver Sable and Black Cat movie they keep threatening. Yeah, threatening. (laughs) Holding us at gunpoint, too. (laughs) And more news has come out about that as well. Apparently, it's still in production. It's not a rumor. It's maybe a legit thing. (laughs) Uh, But it could feature the likes of not only Silver Sable and Black Cat by the likes of Spider-Woman, uh, the Chameleon, Norman Osborn, Tombstone, Scorpion, the Tarantula, and Craven the Hunter. And Spider-Man, right? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Making this unwatchable. <laughs> <laughs> Making this completely useless. <laughs> Nobody cares. If Spider-Man's not in it, who cares? Who's the pull? Who is the pull? Black Cat? Oh, I would love to see Catwoman. It's not Catwoman. It's Black Cat. I probably won't see it. It's Silver Sable. Who's that? Nobody cares about any of those. Is this just going to be a movie where everyone's getting ready for a surprise birthday party for (laughs) Spider-Man? And then you have to wait three years for the sequel when he Uh, actually shows up? God. Uh, I was watching actually something uh, like Screen Junkies movie fights or something like that. Yeah. On my time off. And they were going over, uh, they were arguing over what would be like a good pitch for the Venom movie. And one of them had a pretty interesting idea. Like the Venom movie, it's like the Eddie Brock version. And it starts in the church. But Spider-Man's not in it, of course. Yeah. But in the course of the Spider-Man Marvel films, it ends with him dripping off the Venom in the church. And retroactively, this is a sequel to the Marvel Spider-Man movies. So the Sony one would be. Because you don't have to... You can play with time there. And I'm like, it's a 
neat idea, but still you don't have Spider-Man in it. Yeah. What's Venom going to do then? Just dance around? Yeah, let's just do a bunch of dance numbers. Let's do all the things that people hated about (laughs) Spider-Man 3. Interesting segue. I got Spider-Man 3 news. Oh! Apparently, this last week, uh, there was an editor's cut of Spider-Man 3 that appeared online, including even Amazon, and it was immediately taken down. But, apparently, they they cut out all the things that didn't work, and made the movie better. And here are some differences oh. of the movie. Um, let's see. The scene with Aunt May in Peter's apartment is removed entirely. Uh, the line, make him wish he were dead. First, we attack his heart is removed. No. Uh, <laughs> after the breakup scene on the bridge, the scenes with Harry and Peter at the cafe in the mansion fight are moved to later and instead shows a scene in Peter's apartment before the fight. Right then is when he wears the black suit under his clothes on the street and notices Eddie's fake photo on the Daily Bugle front page. Uh, more of that. Just little things like that. Little cuts. Apparently right. it's only two minutes shorter. Okay. Uh, but uh, from what I saw on Twitter that people who saw it said it was pretty good. All right. If you're into Spider-Man 3. See, I like Spider-Man 3 ironically. I watch it for the dance numbers. Yeah. There are plenty of them, and that's plenty of enjoyment for me. See, I don't hate the dance numbers in Spider-Man 3 because the way they describe Venom, it makes sense because it it basically, uh, like, like, boosts how you're feeling and, like, what you really are. So, like, that's why Spider-Man's more powerful. That's why... Uh, Peter Parker's, like, more geeky. Mm. And, like, uh, I don't know. If you're watching it seriously, I can see, like, eh, these dance numbers don't need to be in here. <laughs> but if you're just watching it as a goof, because you already yeah. know it kind of sucks, because there's, like, a thousand villains in it, Venom is just crammed stuffed in there, and, like, if he wasn't in there, it would be probably a pretty decent movie. Because <laughs> the Sandman stuff I actually really enjoy. Yeah. Except I didn't really like the new Goblin look. His weird X Games armor type shit. Yeah. yeah. Should have just had his weird scarred face. There you go. There you have it. If only had that at the end. Oh, yeah, that's true. Have him get it in the beginning. Yeah, just give him a big old scarred face. There you go. Goblin y looking face. Yeah. Fixed it. Fixed Spider Man 3. <laughs> Fixed that's the, it. That's the Troy's cut. I'm clapping my hands of it right there. <laughs> Put that on the internet, yeah, nerds. Just, <laughs> just have the first scene be Peter throwing a bomb <laughs> at Harry's face for no reason. Yeah, and then digitally imposed his scarred <laughs> face on the rest of the movie. Cut out all the Venom stuff and just have the Sandman in there. Also, I don't like the Sandman murdered Peter's uncle. Don't like that either. Yeah, that's just a... That's like the Joker killing Bruce's parents for no reason. Yeah. Except I feel like it works in the Batman thing, but doesn't work in this. Ah. <laughs> Regardless, that's the all my news. 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 Ow, that really hurts my fingers. It hurts your fingers to snap. Oh, yeah. My fingers right. are so dry. Oh, you told me that. That's right. 
Way to remember. I failed to, to listen to you because... God, what a I, friend. I guess I just don't care. What a, <laughs> what a friend you are. What a friend indeed <laughs> I am. Uh, Troy, Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. That Tom Cruise getting a sequel. I heard. Uh, apparently, it's only going to be a two-parter. They are sticking their guns. This next one's going to be the last one. Good. What a surprise. Yeah. All right. I'm into that. So we'll see if that actually happens. I still haven't seen the first one. Was yeah. it good? It was good. I liked it. Good. <laughs> good. 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 Uh, Troy, Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. In the news for that Uncharted movie. Yep. yep. They asked him who he would want to play as Sully. Oh, yes. And uh, he gave two names. One would be uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. Another one is a current Marvel pa- uh, compatriot. Uh-oh. Who do you think it is? Hmm. For Sully, huh? Uh, Chris Evans. Nope, Chris Pratt. Ah, Chris Pratt. What are the Chris's? Yep. I was halfway there. You were almost there. <laughs> the minute you said Chris, like, this son of a bitch is going to get it. <laughs> wow, so what do you think of those two picks? Um, At first I was like, because Sully's the older. Uh, yeah, but this is the younger. Right, and that's why I was Nathan like, Drake. Oh, that's weird. Um, I could see Chris Pratt. Yeah, who can like sp- who, who do you think would sport a cooler mustache? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Good question. Chris Pratt or who's the other one? Uh Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Why do you get Jake Gyllenhaal in there? Yeah? Yeah. 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 Why don't you get in Chris Pratt's and everything? We get some Jake Gyllenhaal and <laughs> something. Yeah, Chris Pratt's too busy uh space raping chicks. That's right. Passengers, check it out. <laughs> 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 but uh i on uh because i kind of stumbled across that news earlier yeah but i thought he was talking about like tom holland is the young nathan drake and he was choosing his older version of himself but i oh. didn't read into it enough oh. apparently so because you know who would be a sweet sully jk simmons yeah yeah i don't know i see more of like a like a Josh Brolin being a good Sully. Oh, Josh Brolin. Don't disagree. I don't know. Anytime I like hear Sully, I always think of like Burt Reynolds. Oh, Burt Reynolds. If you wouldn't have gone and tightened his face, <laughs> you'd make a pretty bitch in Sully. Yeah, I don't know. Almost okay. beat the second one. Almost. I'm on the last motherfucking guy, and I can't beat him. Oh, man. Is that the one where you have to, like, run down that walkway? No, it's like... Uh, f- you have to, like, oh, run you're in, in that... circles, and you're blowing up that explosive oh, sap. fuck, yeah, that sucks. I, like, was so frustrated with it today, I had to look to see if I was doing something wrong. Nope, you're nah. not. He's just, just really that big of a bitch to be. He's so fucking hard. And I get so... Because I watched the whole walkthrough. Because I'm like, am I fucking missing something? And I saw nope. the guy on the fucking YouTube beat him. I'm like, nope. In fact, I'm really close to beating him. I get him to the like the last when he powers up. And he's like throwing like six grenades at oh, a time yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah he I'm gets like, like 
he turns into the biggest bitch when you're so close to beating him. Oh, and he's like running at you, throwing grenades yeah. and shotgunning you at the same time. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, like I'm not good enough <laughs> to run backwards and shoot the sap. I have to like run, stop, turn around. And by the time I do, he's right there with a fucking shotgun oh, yeah. or he's got me in his clutches. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. I kept dying. So I had to put it down. And it sucks that, like, I don't have any lead into that. Like, as soon as I load my game, I'm fighting him yep. right away. And I'm mm-hmm. like, shit! So you can't do anything to, like, boost, bolster your self-confidence. <laughs> it's just right into the shit where you're getting the fucking your ass I'm beat. immediately in the shit as soon as I load it up. <laughs> this, is, this is already unplayable. This game's unplayable. <laughs> so far, the game is really fucking good. I would love to see that end cinematic whenever I beat that dumb asshole. <laughs> yeah, well... Ugh, but it's just me running around in circles for like 20 minutes. Go ahead and do it. We'll wait. Nah. <laughs> nah. You'll have to find a replacement host. Oh, no. That's how long it would take. <laughs> Just get in there. Dude, get out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Troy, the Aquaman movie. Oh, yeah. Coming up. Apparently, news came out that this it will not... Be an origin story. It's going to pick up right where Justice League leaves off. Oh, good. good. So, yeah, I don't have to worry about any superhero origin type story. That's good. That's a good thing DC is doing. Yeah. Apparently, now, I haven't listened to any reviews. I've only seen that Wonder Woman has getting good scores on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's certified fresh. So when it's out into the masses, we'll see how that score yeah. fluctuates. Um, Look for our review next week. That's right. Down the pipeline. Next week. Uh, we'll have to get a female in here for a female perspective. Get C. Danger in here. Oh, who's going to watch the baby? <laughs> uh, she can be on it, too. <laughs> put her out. We'll, we'll put her in a milk coma. All She'll right. sit in the corner and probably scream bloody murder. Exactly. Putting her around the time when Chelsea's going to chime in about Wonder Woman. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that sounds good. Uh, we got plans to see it on Sunday. JT. Jeez. Right. Sunday, fun day. I know. I gotta find a time to go see it too. I was gonna try to go see it tomorrow, actually. Oh. Thursday. Shit. But uh can't. <laughs> there you go. Turns out we got a garage sale coming up this weekend. Oh yeah. I know. I'm I'm a big part of it as well. <laughs> Getting some tables. Exciting stuff. All right. <laughs> tables set up some merch. Nice. How are you setting up merch tables? Getting our getting our merch. <laughs> we'll try and sell our merch. <laughs> I was going through some stuff. All I have, if you're, listen here, if you're a local listener and you're coming down to the uh, Spring Fling garage sale yeah. over across from the fire department, I'll tell you what, I got some great stuff. I got big stuff to sell you. Brought a big bin of uh, old DVDs that I don't watch anymore. Oh, I should go through my DVDs. Didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh, my word. I got a microwave. I got <sighs> two coffee pots, two toaster ovens, a gas range and oven. I got the best stuff. And for $10 extra, we'll sign it. That's right. <laughs> 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 anyway, that's some dumb shit we don't need to talk about anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. Uh, Troy. Yeah. 
you brought some Godzilla news. Yeah. I got some Godzilla versus King Kong news. Oh. Or Godzilla versus Kong news. Give me the give Apparently, me the goods. They found a director. Mm? Adam uh, Wingard. He uh has uh directed Your Next. Okay. The the guest and most recently Blair Witch. Oh, horror properties. Yeah. Ooh, make it a bit spooky. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. I did like your next. Didn't see your next. Your next is good. Hmm. Which is the one? Oh, which is the one that uh, is tr- transmitted sexually, and it's the one that like creeps on you until you die. Or oh, uh, it follows. Damn it. That's it. That's good. Okay. Yeah, I heard that's good, and I thought that was it. <laughs> But it's not. It's something different. I'll have to borrow it sometime. It's good. It's good. Yeah. What it's about like your next? Sweet... Your next is good. Is it as good as it follows? Um, they're kind of different. Like your uh, your next is kind of like a slasher film more, mm-hmm. and um, uh, uh, it follows is more of like a like a horror like psychological thriller. Okay. Like. You don't know what's coming for you, and you don't know what it looks like. Oh, my. It's really cool. All right. I like that. Ah. Oh, God. These are still not cold. Ah! <laughs> All right. So there you go. Good show. <laughs> and I get a, got a nice little visual gag there for all the listeners. Ah. Uh, my freaking phone keeps logging out, so I have to keep putting my thing back in. Um, Troy, mm-hmm. big cartoon news. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about this. Maybe not. Maybe I have. We'll see. Steven Spielberg came out and said that he is bringing back a Warner Brothers classic. And by Warner Brothers, I mean a Warner Brothers and Warner Get sister the classic. Here. The Animaniacs? They're bringing back the Animaniacs. Old Steve? Yes. Bringing them back. On to TV? Yes, I, I believe so. Oh my goodness. I like that. I like that news. Yeah. So I am hope totally looking forward to that. Me too. Me. Hopefully they bring them all back. Bring back Pinky and the Brain. Yep. 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 Good bring idea, back, bad uh, idea. <laughs> good, yeah, good idea, bad idea. <laughs> and the rest. Yeah. The one with the dog and the little girl. Yeah. I don't know what that one is. There's uh, some pretty good ones of that one. Yeah. I just can't remember what it's called. Yeah. I'm I'm hearing her yell the dog's name, but I don't know the dog's name. Oh, well. It's lost to the I want to say time. Bucket, but that's because I yell Bucket all the time on my dog. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but... There you go. Animaniacs coming back. Coming I back am big way. excited. Soup's excited. Soup's. Super excited. Soup's. Uh, Troy, the Flash movie. Yes. There's been some talk on the internet about who they want to play as Reverse Flash. Ooh, Eobard Thawne. Yeah. Who do you think the internet's buzzing about? Who do they want for Reverse Flash? For Reverse Flash? I have not a clue. Is it an internet darling? Big name right now, actually. Ooh, big name. Kind of all over the place. All over the place? Yeah. And a big name? The Rock. Nope. 
Uh, Chris. No. <laughs> nice try, because there's a lot of Chris's out there. <laughs> I know. That's what I was going for. No idea. Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens. Okay. All right. What was he in? <laughs> Legion. Oh, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, he would be pretty good. I would like to see him. Yeah, you can get like that menacing kind of uh, look about him. Yeah, I'd like I. If the Flash movie is still happening, I would like to see Dan Stevens as a reverse one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Troy talked about Alien Covenant last week. Yeah, I was a big fan of it. I know for sure. <laughs> yes. Well, the fans must have heard. The fans must have heard. Us loud and clear because apparently this past week Alien Covenant took a seventy-one percent drop Ooh, in uh, in in sales from last week. I would add, yeah, because it well it came out two weeks ago, right? Yeah. So what uh box like what number of box office? It had to be like number four. I think or it was five. number four. I want to say it was number four because Pirates was one. Guardians yeah. was two. Guardians two. Baywatch was three. Oh my god! <laughs> Get with it, Alien. Yeah. No, don't. It's awful. It's a giant piece of shit. <laughs> you, me and uh, Dinosaur Neil were talking about this a uh, few days ago. Did he see it? He did. Okay. What he, did he think? He felt that we were overly harsh about it. <sighs> no. <laughs> and I argued with them. I'm like, listen, you can have your own opinions. If you want to watch bad movies, you can watch bad movies. Yeah, go ahead. But my argument was pretty sound. I'm like, it's not any different from the Alien movies. Beat them in the same way. It's recycled shit. Yeah. Prometheus screwed everything up for the Alien franchise. Yeah. And now this movie is all it's trying to do is play damage control, which is screwing everything else up around it. It's not good. Like, the only interesting parts in it are David, and that's the only thing we could agree on. And the action is terrible. The action's, like, iffy. It's No, it's bad. Yeah, it's there's, not great. They, there's no patience in it whatsoever. Listen to our review. Yeah, it's... It, Alien is not good. Yeah. I'm over the Aliens franchise. I it's, even said last week that I'm not... I don't think I'm a huge fan of it. But, I... Let's do a fun thing real quick while okay. we're still on Alien. Fun thing. Where what? Where would you rank Alien in the Alien franchise movies? And that includes Prometheus, but excludes like Alien versus Predator. A, like so you got the Al original Alien. Yeah. Well, like yeah, one through four, and then Prometheus and Covenant. Where would you rank him? How would you rank him? Well, Aliens, of course, the best. And then you want me to rank all of them? Yeah, one through six. I don't know. I haven't seen three and four. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, well, then this is a bad thing to do. <laughs> then here's mine. Okay. <laughs> Alien. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Aliens. Number two. Yeah. Alien three. Prometheus. Yeah. Alien Covenant. Alien Resurrection. <laughs> Alien Resurrection's that bad? I. It's fucking worse. It's that good. <laughs> It is so fucking bonkers and off the wall and doesn't have any of the tone yeah. of Alien. But that's it. Look, I would I would give Alien Covenant a lot more credit if it actually felt like it had patience with its horror 
or tried to build suspense with its action scenes, but the action scenes go by so fast and give it no time to, to like, swell or make you feel any kind of tension whatsoever. They just kill a bunch of people in weird, bloody ways, and then they move on to the next scene. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> here's another thing that I was going to bring up that I thought of actually today when I was working outside that do you think in the future that because like the alien versus predator movies aren't alien canon like they don't count because they screw everything up yeah so i'm thinking like come a few years down the line if they won't count like these two movies in the alien canon because they totally disrupt things and totally like uh counteract things that happen yeah do you think that could be the case or do you think because they're ridley scott doing them that they are like they count i just don't care (laughs) i'm i'm fed up i'm do whatever you want with it it's i'm i'm washing my hands of it okay fair enough i can't take i can't take this shit anymore The one things that I latched onto the Alien franchises for was like how cool the action was, and that wasn't, and they took that away from me in this movie. So I'm I'm completely done with it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm fed up with it. <clears throat> there you go. Uh, last bit of news, Troy. Oh my. Uh, apparently, uh, there's word out there that the X Men New Mutants movie that's coming out early right. next year. Right. Uh, there's word that it'll actually be more of a horror movie. Really? Yeah. There's like a premise going around that they say that New Mutants is going to be about a bunch of uh, uh, a kids kids that are like getting used to their mutant abilities in like this underground bunker. Uh-huh. And like they're kind of out of control, so it's like them like trying to harness it while like simultaneously kind of picking each other off without really being able because they can't control it. Oh. Okay. I'm into that idea. Yeah. It's something some, different. Yeah, it's something different. Something yeah. new. Yeah. I'm for it. Come on, Fox. Bring it's, it to yeah. me. So I'm, I'm digging. I'm starting to dig Fox a little more and more. Like, it seems like they're trying to take these comic <clears throat> properties and try and actually tell different stories with it. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to see it with Deadpool. Yeah. Different. Got to flip the script. Logan. Poke fun of it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We got Logan, which was great. Mm-hmm. That's it for right now. Yeah. <laughs> but we got this coming down the pipeline, which sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? That Oh, Deadpool 2. Yeah. So that's great. More of, the, more of what people like. Let's see what that Phoenix movie, see, what, see what they, if they can relaunch the X-Men. Because they've only tried to do it like three times already in the whole story arc of things going on. Yeah. But now they have their core team. They're not dealing with any future shit or whatever <laughs> just like start over from the beginning and keep going there you go they try to do it with x-men apocalypse but even then it's just like get out of here get out yeah. of here with that garbage god damn it so we'll see we we shall see that's we, it that's it <clears throat> that's all the news i do i have one bit though oh no there's one bit all right who is it uh Oh, you just want me to say it? You don't want to give him the proper respect? Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Hold on, let me clear the pipes. Okay. <sighs> la 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 la. 
I wish I had a tuning fork. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. That'll really help. (laughs) People die in It's the Pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. It's good. It's real good. Thank you. Uh, At 69 years old this week, Greg Allman from the Allman Brothers Band. Oh, my. It's too bad. The the one song I know him from the most is uh, Midnight Rider, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't know a huge uh, uh, catalog of their songs. Nope. But I know they're influential in the music game. Yeah. The Allman Brothers. That's Southern Rock. Listen to uh, some. You know what? I think I heard a few Allman Brothers this last uh, this last week. Because really? I was playing the old Pandora, put it on the Southern Rock station. Ooh. Heard some Leonard Skinner. Nice. Probably some Allman Brothers. Nice. That's right. Could be well your contributions to society will not be looked down on by this duo thank you greg allman for making troy's efforts at creating a patio a little easier <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh well that leads us into the trailer talk segment of the show in a segment called you know it's done All right. You know it's done. We've seen the footage. Here are the trailers. Just give us the movie already. Exactly. It's out. We've yeah. seen footage. Yeah. Just give it to us. What are you waiting for, Just buddy? Just give us the fucking thing. Uh, JT, I feel like I've been going first a lot with this. Why don't you start us well, I only got one trailer. I've got three, but I had to stretch it out. Okay. <laughs> well, the only one that I could find is uh, Steven Soderbergh mm-hmm. coming out with a new film. Mm-hmm. Called Lucky Logan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see this one? I did. Okay. Uh, it pretty much looks like a Redneck Ocean's Eleven. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's uh, two brothers that are going to uh, do a heist on a uh, NASCAR speedway. Yep. And some of the most the most noteworthy thing from the trailer that I've heard about so far is people are reacting to Daniel Craig in this. Yeah. He's taking a very Left turn from his usual James Bond self. Right. and yep. But I'm digging it. Me I like too. how the character seems. Yeah, me too. Like it a lot. And uh, it also stars Channing Tatum and Adam Driver as the two brothers. Yeah. Um, and it has uh, like also a ton of other people in there. It's uh, a huge cast. Like Katie Holmes is in there. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane's in this. Um, Catherine Waterston from uh, Alien Covenant we just saw her in. Hilary Swank yeah. is in this. It's like, huge. It's got a ton of people. Yeah. So I'm like, man. I mean, the trailer looks already fun. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe these characters are all these actors like know that this is going to be a pretty great. And they yeah. just wanted a piece of it. So Steven Soderbergh's pretty decent. Yeah. He so, makes some pretty good stuff. Yeah, it's got me interested. It's coming out in August sometime. Yeah. But it looks fun. It does. I'm I'm on fun. board for it. Me too. Lucky Logan. Coming to you. Not a sequel to Logan. <laughs> no, not a sequel to Logan. <clears throat> um a trailer I saw this morning was a trailer called Rendell, and I think it's a it's a foreign film, and I don't yeah. know where it's re- being released at or if it's going to be released in America or not. Mm-hmm. But it's like a superhero movie. But at first I thought it was a it was called Grendel, 
and I saw that it was a superhero sci-fi adventure. And Grendel is a character created by Matt Wagner. It's like his baby or whatever. Yeah. And he's kind of like an urban ninja type character. And gotcha. he's got a real great look or yeah. whatever. And from you kind of get to see him in the shadows a little bit. And I'm like, man, that could be Grendel. It's taking a weird look, but it's not. Okay. It's not Grendel. It's just Rendell. What if they're pulling the wool over your eyes, Troy? Maybe. It could be so. But, um... Other than it not being what I thought, it looks interesting, but I feel like it could just be the same kind of, like, vigilante type of story. But it looks like it's taking more of, like, a real-world approach to it. Like, if it was, like, a real-life superhero. Not like a... Not like Batman is what I'm talking about. Like, a real-life superhero. Like, oh. you see those guys, like, kind of dressed up. Oh, yeah. And But he looks kind of like... He looks like the real deal. Like, yeah. if he was the best one of those out there, and then he's out kicking people's asses. Oh, shit. So, we'll see. It was like... Half of it was in a foreign language. So, I don't know where it's coming out. But, <laughs> check it. Check out the trailer. Rendell. Right. It looks kind of interesting. All right. Uh, the last one I have is called The Mountain Between Us, and it stars Idris Elba and Kate Winslet. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, they have to get to their destination so bad that they hire a private pilot to take them to elsewhere. And um, in that time, they get into a plane accident, and it looks like they're stranded in the mountains... Kate Winslet injuring herself, breaking her leg, oh, shit. and Idris Elba trying to find a way to get them back into society. It looks pretty tense. Oh, fuck. Looks pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Two big actors, Golden Globe yep. winner and Academy Award winner, I think. I do enjoy or, Idris Elba. Yes, I enjoy Idris Elba. And he's using his native accent. Oh, man. That's right. Just not get, all the time. You get, get to hear him in his... Get those women's panties moist. <laughs> I like... Uh, it always throws me back, like, when I hear him speaking, like, in his uh, British accent. Because he's, like, everything I see him in is always, like, an American something. Or in that weird, like, Australian or whatever accent yeah. he had in, like, Prometheus or whatever yeah. that was. I don't know. <laughs> didn't like that at all. We're canceling the Stone Age! <laughs> We're putting an end to the apocalypse! We're putting an end to the apocalypse! Uh, but anyway, the mound between us looks pretty tense. Looks good. Looks like they get a dog somewhere in the movie. Oh, sweet. Who knows? So it's gonna be sad. I guarantee you, Kate Winslet <laughs> dies in this movie. Guarantee? I put my guarantee stamp on it. She just can't. She can't be alive. <laughs> she breaks her leg in the plane crash. Yeah. You see him carrying her around. And in the movie, you see her, like, fall through the ice into a frozen lake. How can she survive that? Tune in and find out. Tune in and find out. Don't know when it comes out, but I guarantee you she dies. Making it even more perilous for Idris Elba. Well, it'd be, pretty e it'd be a lot easier if she was dead. Because then you have to carry her... That's true. Broken ass around. <laughs> I guess that would be better. But then you couldn't curl up next to each other for warmth in the snowy mountains. I'll just curl next to the dog. Oh, there is a dog. Run up the dog. 
Get out of here, Kate Winslet. You're unnecessary yeah. in this movie. Screw you, baby. I got a dog. You should have just strangled her and ate her. <laughs> yeah. Better than a dog. <laughs> well, that's it. That's all my trailers. That's all I got. All right. Well, well, that'll just lead us into the main topic of the evening. That's right. Our tribute to Roger Moore, who passed away last week. And continuing our space theme... We went with a tribute to the man in his title role as 007 in Moonraker. Moonraker. Uh, it's got a Rotten Tomato score of 60%. IMDb so as it's a, still fresh. Still fresh. <laughs> it's got an IMDb score of a 6.3 out of 10. Okay. That's a little higher if you're going percentage-wise. Amazon gives it a 4.5. Out of five. <laughs> now looky. They are looky loving here. it. They are Amazon loving it. Amazon is loving it. Um, I don't have any, because it came out so long ago, I don't have any financial stuff because yeah. it's all weird anyway. But it came yeah. out in 1979. 1979. A little interesting fact. Um, the movie before this one says that James Bond will return in some other movie. Like the one, the James Bond movie that came out after Moonraker. Yeah. But because of the success of Star Wars Episode 1, or oh. Episode 4. Yeah. They decided to do a space-themed James Bond first. So they came out with Moonraker. Of and course. And Moonraker cost more than every other previous James Bond movie put together. Fantastic. So, yeah. I love it already. <laughs> <laughs> So, JT, what happened in Moonraker? Well, uh, it starts out with a plane carrying a space shuttle called the Moonraker. Yep. Which a couple guys steal it out of midair. Yep. <laughs> which causes old James Bond on the case to see, why the hell did they steal a spaceship? What's going to happen from here? Yep. Well, I got to tune in and find out. Tune in and find out indeed. Uh, I found a bunch of sweet trivia for this movie on IMDb. Oh, I'm sure there's a whole bunch. <laughs> um, I'm going to go on to a little bit about it and like pepper it in. I don't want to start. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Um. Let's see, 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 see. Where was the one I wanted to start out with? Fuck. So I got to copy and paste this into notes. Eh, I know, I didn't do that shit. You didn't do it. son of a bitch. Didn't do it. Oh, um, this was the highest grossing James Bond movie up until the release of Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> so even though awesome. a lot of people dog shit on this movie... It made a buku bucks up until the relaunch of it in like the nineties. Yeah, with Remington Steel himself. Because Roger Moore stayed on for a little bit longer after this, didn't he? I think yeah, because he was in one more after this. I want to say one more. I can't remember. I can never remember because like Sean Connery and him like were peppered in for a little bit. Like Sean Connery came back, so it was yeah, weird. I don't remember. Uh Oh, also, Moonraker is the only 007 film where the signature pistol of James Bond is never seen. Um, and he only fires a gun once in this movie, 
because Roger Moore is against uh, guns. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> the only he's re- against guns, but he, he he's all for poisonous darts. <laughs> he loves poisonous darts. <laughs> uh, the only time he fires a uh, gun in the movie is to shoot a person who was going to shoot him during a like pheasant hunt. Which he, That's right. Which he also doesn't like blood sports, like hunting or anything like that. So during that scene... Oh, he makes scene, that very apparent. During that <laughs> scene, it was the biggest bitch for him to film because he doesn't like hunting and he doesn't like guns and it incorporates both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and so he didn't like it at oh all. Oh my God. <clears throat> anyway... Um, let's get into the movie. So, a so bit here. laser blasters, those, those don't count as guns. Apparently not because they're not very in- apparent in this movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very apparent in act three that lasers yeah. are a big deal. They just happen to appear. <laughs> they existed all along. Yes. This was actually the first, uh, James Bond movie I've actually seen with Roger Moore in it. Yeah. I've only- I, yeah. This is the only one I've seen with him in it too. Um, and his portrayal of him is a bit of a dick, I think. Oh, he's a total asshole in this. Like, he doesn't... Ha- I don't feel like he has the charm Sean Connery has, or yeah. any other Bond I've seen. He just comes off as kind of a prick. I don't know, yeah, I don't know if it's just his movie or what, but he comes off as, like, very smarmy. Very like, smarmy. Like, even when people help him, he's just like, alright. <laughs> and, like... I, granted, this movie came out in 1979, and it's it's a James Bond flick, yeah. and so like you if you've seen any before, especially like Sean Connery ones or earlier ones, yeah, where like the sex stuff is coming up, like if you haven't seen any before, this comes off as kind of rapey. <laughs> Oh, you know, where he's just having a conversation with a woman and then just out of nowhere just starts un- like <laughs> undressing, un- her. Yeah, undressing her without even really being like, oh, let's have sex. Yeah, we've seen you for five minutes. Yeah. Why are we having sex barely, yet? Yeah, they're barely having a conversation. It's just like, yeah, well, you know, we got like five minutes to kill. <laughs> but I mean, if you've seen any of the earlier ones, I mean, that's kind of like the gist of James Bond movies. He's like the best. The gist. Yeah, the gist. Like, that's just kind of what he does. So, like, I don't know. It comes off as rapey, but it's, like, a, like a, a staple of the franchise. So, like, <laughs> Chelsea Danger giving the farty thumbs down. Did Chelsea Danger watch this? She, well, she went in and out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha. Was a big... <laughs> I thought you were holding your baby for a second, but... <laughs> So Chelsea loved Mom it. Jokes. That mic is not on. Oh, right, that mic's not on. <laughs> Mom jokes. Big, rapey James Bond. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't disagree. Even the Daniel Craig one is rapey, and that's like modern time. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like a staple of the franchise. Like, I'm the not saying one, it's good. Where he like gets, he like kills the girl. Here, like, use this one. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, even in the latest, I think it's the latest James Bond with Daniel Craig, where he like kills her assassin husband and like the day oh, of the yeah. dead thing. No, her husband is has been dead by an assassin, and they just got back from his funeral. Yeah, but it was like 
recently killed and he has sex with her like the same that day. day she the puts day of his funeral. Yeah. Yeah. She's like knows that these guys are infiltrating her like beautiful mansion to like kill her and he takes them out and then has sex with her mere minutes later. Yeah. Rapey. But no, in this. Just like in Wedding Crashers. I think he even like pushes her against the wall kind of rapey. And they're like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. No, but in but in this, like, if I feel like his entire motivation is sex, this whole movie. Like, there's times where his life is his life is in danger because he just wants to fuck something. I think he like bangs three chicks in this movie. He bangs like five. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe I just got so accustomed to him banging chicks that yeah. I'm just like. Well, it's like white noise. Like, white noise at this point. <laughs> also, like the most disgusting non like nonsensical sexual innuendo line I've ever heard is in the very beginning of this movie, where they're in the plane and he's uh-huh. running his hand up oh, her thigh yeah. and she says, <laughs> "Mr. Oh, Bond, any higher and my ears will pop." I, I'm like, "Oh god!" I also thought that when I heard it, I was like, god. "That's actually when I stopped paying attention." That's very that's early like, in the movie. Yeah, because that then after line, that, you're like, it got really cool after that. And I'm like, I saw That line that. both makes no sense and is gross. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, may I say, the action scene that happens right that after that... That is, like, one of the Really coolest. great. That Missed is so it. cool. Like, for ni- for, like, for being made in 1979, 1978, yeah. that was a very great yeah. action scene. Especially with the fact that he's doing it with, with, with what looks like... Dick Dastardly stunt double <laughs> comes out of the fucking fucking uh, the fucking cockpit with like a fucking small pistol with the fucking Snidely Whiplash mustache, like dressed like he's about to go on wacky racers. Like, yeah, yeah. yes, Mister Bond, this has been a trap all along. <laughs> <laughs> but I I really enjoyed that action scene, and actually I was looking up trivia on that and. That had it took three weeks to film that whole two minute scene. Yeah. Because they could only film like a minute at a time. So they went up in the air eighty eight times. Jesus. To do that free fall thing. Like And it's nuts. fucking cool too. Like when yeah. he grabs the dude's legs and they do that freaking like weird somersault thing yeah. together. Like yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean that action scene would be seen in like current movies. Like yeah. it's that good. Like well, I was it's now sweet. I'm sad that the ear popping Made me lose interest, and I missed the best part of the whole GD movie. Yeah. That was really good, and like if you I stop getting so rapey. But like I came into this movie thinking like oh, I've heard it's like total dog shit. I know, like that. And was then that starts cool. it out. I'm like, yeah, holy shit, maybe it's not so bad. I thought this was really fucking cool. Yeah, even like the very beginning scene where like they had the shuttle on there, and then like it takes off from the plane and blows up the plane. <laughs> You're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Very intense. Like, both those scenes back-to-back, you were like, this might not be as bad as I thought it would be. (laughs) But, but then, you know. It continues. Like, this movie has a two-hour and seven-minute running time. Yeah. This movie felt like five hours long. way too long. Also, the theme song for this one is awful. Yeah, it's not good. It sounded like somebody, they found somebody that had a bluesy song about, like, somebody, like, comparing something to the moon. And then made them put Raker at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. What's funny? Your I... love shines like the moon, <laughs> Raker. <laughs> the singer of this song is the only singer in history to have two Bond themes. Oh, shit. Yeah. So she's done something else, too. I don't know what it is. I can probably find it in a minute. But um, So I have 007 is a bit of a dick. 
freeze fall scene was really great. Um, oh yeah, and I said that. All right, so yeah, the movie also, also there's a point in the opening credit scene where you see a woman completely naked. Yeah, I noticed. Like they they missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the also re has a reoccurring villain as well, whereas other James Bond films do not. As Jaws return. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I didn't see the original one with Jaws in it, but yeah, Jaws didn't... looks like a big doofy Michael Shannon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's the boss from Happy Gilmore. Really? He looks like him, and I'm pretty sure it's got to be him. It very well, could be. If we IMDb him, I bet it's him. I got IMDb up right now. Let's Pull it up. See if out. see if Jaws is the boss from Happy Gilmore. I will. All right. Let's see. And All... I'll be seeing you in the parking lot. It is. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I knew it. Jesus. You are spot on on that. I didn't even have to look it up because I just went to all cast and this is his recent picture. And like, that's definitely him. <laughs> yes. Now see you in the parking lot. <laughs> where he's doing his big run, where he's doing the fucking bushwhacker chase at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, no, so, every scene they use Jaws in in this is awkward as fuck. Really? And he just fucking won't die. I know. He, he won't die. And then, they, for some reason, like, the minute Jaws shows up, it turns into a silent film. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody talks. Even when he's got people's lives in peril, they won't scream. He's just holding them, and they're just waiting for them to kill, waiting for him to kill them. Yeah, like, he's got a weird... Like, he's super strong, and he's, like, a huge fucking guy. So, like, yeah. Like, it's weird that he doesn't just crush their head or something like that. Yeah. He goes to, to, like, hold them so they're, like, still, and then he tries to bite them. Like, yeah. just choke them. <laughs> he already he loves your... biting. <laughs> He's always trying to bite. Speaking of, like, him trying to... Or how, this is a guy that can bend steel, and he gets whisked away by a group of partiers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just, like... <laughs> Well, I must blend in, so he dances away. That whole away. scene is so awkward, because he's... It's like borderline, like, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, when, like, the dudes are in the castle, yeah. where he's walking up on her, dressed as a clown, and she's just staring at him for the longest awkward period of time, until he oh, takes the shit. mask off and then starts choking her, and she never moves. Oh, my God. That's so good. But that's so already so far in the movie. That's like in when they're already in Rio. And yeah. they go so many places in there this is movie. Every time they only they only go to Rio for him to find a business card. Yeah. It is like it's the most dumb no reason trip. And they spend a lot of time in Rio. Yeah. A lot of time in because this is where I'm like, this is where I feel like the movie really slows down. Yeah. Like, I didn't mind it when he went to Venice and had that fucking Dumb gondola. He had a chase. gondola that turned to a Wisconsin Dells duck, <laughs> <laughs> and he fell for the good old coffin boat trick. Yeah, <laughs> and they do they do one of the worst double take scenes where a, they try and make a pigeon do a double take, where they just rewind the footage and then play it back again. <laughs> that is, it's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's so bad. 
God. It, I know this, this part of the movie has been, like, panned the most because you can look up, like, dumbest James Bond moments and this is one of them. Where, the like, gondola? The gondola, the whole thing. Where it turns into, like, a Wisconsin duck and then drives on the ground and then everybody just... Has their minds blown? Yeah. <laughs> also, he's driving. Here's it on another the reason road. why why James Bond is the worst secret agent ever because this is a, supposed to be a guy that's supposed to like move in the shadows and like be like this super like secret agent assassin, and not only does he kill people in very public ways, but he'll even go out of his way to make the kills public. Yeah. Like even when he has someone subdued. He'll throw them through a face of a clock into a band through a piano. <laughs> yeah, where, he do, where the guy lands head first in the piano yes. and sticks there. Yeah, just so he can say, play it again, Sam. Mm. For a good old one-liner. Yeah. Okay, that guy, that Asian... Horrible Asian stereotype bodyguard? God, what a piece of shit that guy Which is. Which he went to go kill James Bond with a Singapore cane. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> James Bond is like armed with a gadget that fires poisonous darts, a real sword. Yeah. And he's coming at him with a cane, a yeah. practice sword. Yeah. Hey, Asian stereotype bodyguard, go kill James Bond with a stick <laughs> and a fencing mask. That guy. Like, what is it? Why do you need to? He showed up wearing a fencing mask and carrying a glorified stick. Like, like this will get him. That guy is the worst. <laughs> like, the first time I saw him, I laughed out loud because I'm like, that is racist. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Everyone around him is dressed normally. He's wearing a fucking gi. A gi <laughs> with the worst Asian bowl cut ever. Uh, Just standing there. <laughs> it It's fucking awful. And like... So he's get like, and that bodyguard is getting the drop on James Bond, like, the whole time. And, like, oh, the one fight scene that he has in, like, that glass shop or whatever. Where they have to throw each other through every, every single, single piece thing. of glass. <laughs> Everything, like, I'm pretty sure at one point they were about to leave the room and they were like, oh, wait, there's one more thing. And they just threw themselves into more vases. Yeah. I uh, got a trivia on that. That was the most amount of sugar glass that was used in a movie to that time. There you go. All right. <laughs> there you have it. Little piece of trivia little that piece, I remember. Little piece of trivia. Uh, also, I can't hardly stand fight scenes from this era. Like, they're just not... They just need, like, five more years to get into the 80s to make fight scenes, like, fun to watch. Yeah. Or Bruce Lee. Yeah, yes, exactly, or Bruce Lee. But, like, he doesn't come in until, like, the fucking Green Hornet or whatever yeah. and what on TV. So, like, ugh, they're just so realistic. <laughs> There's a lot of them where they just, like, watch. yeah, I know, like, they'll just, like, hold each other and then just, like, rear back with the slowest punch until f fucking uh, Roger Moore does his classic... Punch to the gut, haymaker. Like, he knocks out 50 guys with that, I swear to God, in this movie. Just comes up, punch to the gut, cross to the face. Knocks out 50 dudes. Oh, man, these guys aren't watching enough tape. <laughs> but, oh, okay, so, we got through Venice. Venice was... I was okay with Venice. Like, he... 
You know what was also really confusing in this? Okay, yeah. so the whole premise of the movie is that Moonraker is stolen. The, yeah. the spacecraft. Yeah. Um, and so the, the British uh, people that are, like, guarding it, like MI6 or whatever... Yeah. ...are blamed for it being stolen because they were, I, I guess, in charge of not having it stolen. And they yeah. dropped the ball or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, James Bond is to go to Drax, not the Destroyer... Yeah. Drax the Peter Dinklage lookalike. Yeah. <laughs> um, the So, also look that guy up too, because I'm pretty sure that might be the guy that played the sheriff and Super Troopers. <laughs> Alright, load up IMDB. Michael Lonsdale. What else was, was he, what I'm else looking was he it in? Up. Right, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, come on. Because he looked like him. Oh, he's in a lot of shit. She was in 250 movies. Jesus. <laughs> a lot of... He's been in a lot of foreign films. Okay, maybe not. When did then. Super Troopers come out? It was like probably early 2000s. Maybe mm, not him then. Doesn't look like God it. God damn it. He looked like him though. He was in Mystery of the Yellow Room and La Foray. Yeah, I, I, this doesn't sound good. This doesn't sound <laughs> or right. Or Adieu or Strange Crime. This doesn't sound right. Five by Two. Troy, we're done. Munich. It's done. He was in Munich? Yes. <laughs> he was Papa. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I don't, I don't know. know what the fuck. I don't know. Um, anyway, not him. So you're one for two, JT. That's Damn still it. good. Damn it. Still good. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Anyway, so, like, what was the point of James Bond going... Is he just going over there as, like, a good faith and, like... Oh, cause, oh cause, yeah, sorry. Because Drax is supposed to be... Yeah, he's supposed to be the one that, like, owns the ship, right? Yeah. And he, like... He's, like, fucking from the Whalen Corporation. He has to be, like, a trillionaire or some yeah. shit like that. You know, you know you're a Bond villain when you own, like, a mile of land. Because they're, mm -hmm. like, flying over his land. He's like, yeah, he owns this and he owns this and he owns this. And like, like they fuck, even make a fuck. they make a reference that he tried to buy the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> and they wouldn't give it to him only because they didn't want to ship it. But he owns it. <laughs> That's a line in the movie, like because he like builds. They drive. They fly over his whole huge compound, and then over in the distance, you see like his like castle and estate. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, he flew every brick over, brick by brick, from France. Roger Moore's like, oh, you buy the Eiffel Tower too? And she's like, yeah, but they wouldn't give it to him because it costs too much to ship. You just bought the Eiffel Tower. like. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? This is real? <laughs> so anyway, this guy's well to do. And, oh, it, yeah. and it, like, I just don't understand, like, anybody's, like, motive in this. Yeah. Like, I understand kind of James Bond because he kind of trips over something, but I think he was just going over there as, like, a... Like, good faith, like, hey, sorry. Yeah. Like, we'll look into or it. He was, yeah, or he, I think he went over there to, like, get clues about, like, where to start in terms of, like, trying to find who stole the ship. Yeah. But then it was Drax all along. Yeah. So then why, did he, why didn't he just make, because he made, like, 14 other ships. <laughs> why did he need to steal one? 
there's like a throwaway line in that too, like around like before they get to the moon. Well, yeah. Not even they don't even get to the moon really. They go to like a space station at the end. Yeah. But like he's like, now uh, one of ours was destroyed or whatever, so we just needed something really quick, so we stole one. But I'm like, <laughs> isn't it your ship? Did you make it? Yeah. It's all his. Yeah. Just say you need it again. And it's so your like ship. James Bond like comes to Drax and then Drax tries to kill him. And so then James Bond is yeah, like this does that shit that I hate in all the James Bond movies, especially like the early ones where they it's like this it's like this civil gentlemanly way of trying to kill each other. Yeah. Where they're always in the same room together, they're always like talking to each other. But they're in a constant state of trying to kill each other, but, like, also look like gentlemen at the same time. Right. Because they'll, like, they'll just be sitting in the same room with each other, like, sitting there, crossing their legs, like, knowing they want to kill each other. Yeah. But they're just, like, chatting. Like, I know. They both know that, like, the bad guy always knows that, like, he tries to has one over James Bond, so he's like, I got you right where I want you, Mr. Bond. Yeah. And they'll just be, like, having tea. <laughs> like, they'll be certain, like, oh, did you want some cream in your tea, Mr. Bond? And, like, you'll be serving him and shit. It's so fucking Just weird. Fucking kill him! Exactly. And, okay, and before I forget, this movie is what made Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> this is movie is borderline an Austin Powers movie itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It is so ridiculous. It is complete. But by the time they get to the... By the... Holy shit, by the fucking time they eventually get to the spaceship, which I yeah. thought it was going to be the whole time. Yeah. They, it takes so long it to get took to the me, spaceship. I didn't even, for a while there, I was like, should we even do this? I don't know if they even go to space. Because <laughs> <laughs> it takes them so long to get to space. It's so long. But by the time they get to that point and they're revving up to do there, I'm like, this looks exactly like Austin Powers. Yeah. Like down to like the henchmen and the like the one piece unitards yeah. and the carts they drive around <laughs> and all that shit in underneath in like a mountain base or whatever. Yes. I'm like this is fucking Austin Powers exactly. to a T. Yep. Oh my god. Anyway, oh well let me get, like get back to my notes cuz I was making them as the movie was going on. Uh okay, the, we're through Venice. Oh, um so they're in they're still in Venice at this point. Yeah. And um they're in that glass blowing place and they're making those weird hexagonal like glasses or whatever. Trying yeah. to figure out what's going on with those. And, and then, then everyone leaves. <laughs> yeah. And, and then like, he gets We're doing the super secret project, guys. Alright. Let's all leave and leave it all alone. <laughs> let's everyone leave the entire room. There's like six people in here and they're just like mm -hmm. Everyone, just let's all leave. Ah, let's all go do something else. Lunch break. Yeah. So James Bond can come in. And like, so he eventually finds a lab where they're using like nerve gas yeah. to put in those things. Did you know that the key code was the theme to Close Encounters of the Third Kind? No. And he got like Steven Spielberg's permission to use it. Oh my god. I thought it was kind of cool because like, it's like the boop 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 boop. <laughs> And it's and then I think in another movie that this guy made, he got the theme to some other Steven Spielberg movie or whatever, like an Indiana Jones movie or something like that. And yeah. I was like, "Wow, look at those synergy!" <laughs> I thought that, but I thought it was Hollywood a, working together. Yeah, I thought it was really cool that like in a space type movie they have a theme to yeah. Close Encounters in there as like a little 
tip of the hat <laughs> to that or whatever. That's all you I had. in space, too. I was just really excited because I had to look it up to make sure I was right. Yeah. But I was like, Chelsea, that's a Close Encounters theme. She's like, shut up. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> she loved it. Um, okay, so now we're in Rio on that cable car thing. Oh, God. What the fuck was going on with this? So, like, Jaws, this is the slowest chase of all time. So I've they're... never seen someone just wait. <laughs> like, just, there's so much waiting for stuff to happen in this. Especially in this scene. And then, like, so Jaws bites the cable. Yeah, first... He stops the car by just holding the gear in place. Right. And then, like, he just leaves it there, and then he decides to bite the cable, which still does not does make... nothing. Yeah, it just does nothing. It just does... Why'd you bite the cable? I have no You idea. already stopped the car, and then you bite, bit the cable, and it's still not... It didn't do anything. I thought, like, if he bit the cable, it would, like, make the cable car detach and, like, swing. That's what swing. I thought, too. It doesn't do anything. It just, it just <laughs> yeah. shows him it that he just, can bite through a cable. Yeah, it just makes the car shake a little bit. Fucking stupid. <laughs> God. And then, so they eventually have a very slow, dumb fight scene on top of the cable car. <laughs> Where they shove him back down in, and then, like, they, like, he says, grab onto me, or whatever, and, like, rockets down this cable on a chain. chain. Yeah. And then some guy at the controls, like, (laughs) says, go, and then so, like, Jaws is now chasing him really slowly in the fucking gondola while he's sliding down this thing on a chain. And then something gives way, or something breaks. Not he, he's going so fast that he just crashes through the fucking <laughs> rail car station. What, what happened to the guy at the at the controls? Would be like slow down or stop. He, he just did not give a shit anymore. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. Well, if he wouldn't have done it, then Jaws wouldn't have met the love of his life. That's true. Jaws <laughs> does find love in this movie. He does. Really weird. Like, just really, really weird. Yeah. Like I don't. <laughs> This could be cut from the movie. <laughs> He's like, no, it can't because it's the it's the antithesis of the end. Oh yeah, I guess there is a turning point where Jaws changes well, face, change of heart. He does have a, a face turn in the movie. If I could use some wrestling lingo, JT, he gets you... a change of heart by being by like James Bond telling him that he's ugly. Mm. That's true. <laughs> and then um, tall Peter Dinklage is like, "No, do what I say." Yeah. Drax. And then he's like, ah, fuck you. Even even when Jaws, like, like, saves James Bond's life. Like, James Bond still treats him like a piece of shit. Yeah. Even at the the end when they're, like, he's in that fucking capsule and, like, they're, like, spinning out of control. And then she's like, oh, my God, should we save them, James? And he's like, oh, no, it's only 100 miles to the Earth's surface. (laughs) Like, that's a long fucking... He just saved your fucking life, asshole. <laughs> well, to be fair, there's three times in this movie that Jaws survived a very far drop. Yeah, but his very <laughs> small girlfriend is in the capsule with him. <laughs> and he's only going to burn up on re-entry and fall a hundred miles Jesus to his Christ. death. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. Stupid ass James Bond. Oh my God. Well, let's see what else we got here. Um, Jaws found love. We got that. 
Uh, we already said the movie takes a sweet ass time getting into space. Oh, do you want to talk about the crazy one of the craziest things is right after this yeah. when like, be like they get fucking jumped by a bunch of dudes, mm-hmm. but like they could have easily subdued, but no, James has got a fucking chick. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Go like on. legit like five like six dudes show up with stretchers to carry them like yep. away after they knock them out. And then, like, James doesn't even fucking pay attention to him. He's too busy trying to fuck the chick after yep. they, like, get off the off the fucking gondolas yeah. or whatever. And so, like, they're taking him in an ambulance, and he gets away. And then he gets away, but the chick is still in the ambulance. Cut to, for no reason, him <laughs> on a horse with three dudes with the, the theme from Gunsmoke playing in the background. <laughs> in a, he's, like, in full serape. Yeah, he's wearing a serape and a cowboy hat. <laughs> rides up to a monastery where he... Like, almost masturbatorily watches monks do karate to each other. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, where is this like, going? What's happening right now? This took a very hard departure. <laughs> and then you find out it's like another, like, yeah, secondary like, location. Yeah, it's like, it's just like a secret location for MI6 where I guess they teach agents dressed as monks. Just teach him karate. But he watches those dudes do karate to each other for a long time. And he has, like, the, I'm going to masturbate this later look on his face. <laughs> they Yeah, they focus on it so much that you're like, this is going to come into play later. Yeah. Nah. He just gets hard watching he's just guys like, fight each other. He just, gets a smirk on his face, like, yeah. <laughs> and <just> leaves. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Nothing happens here. <laughs> this also did not need to be in the movie. <laughs> So long. <laughs> Just the the like, cause where where are they? In Mexico? No one knows. <laughs> it cuts to him with what were the two cowboys that were with him? They disappeared. <laughs> I don't know. He's riding with two cowboys dressed in full serape. <laughs> yeah. And then they just he just gets off his horse and walks to a monastery while the other guys ride. What were those two guys? Don't know. Were they in my six? We'll never know. <laughs> they were just they were just two guys in 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 the wilderness. <laughs> yep. Ready to transport him to Yeah. Central or South West America? I don't know. Mexico? It's not in Brazil. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not in Rio where they currently were. I don't know, dude. It, that was fucked up. I totally forgot about that, and that is oh, fucked up. That was one of my favorite parts. Because I, I didn't even know. I thought, like, Hulu skipped and then we started watching something else. <laughs> I'm like, this is not the same movie. And they're like, oh, no, that's Roger Moore. This movie is This so is still the same long. movie. We're still not in space. <laughs> <laughs> we start out in the sky. Yeah. Right? Then we go to I, I, the UK. That's arguably the closest you get to space until the end. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> then we go to the UK. Then we go to uh Also, another thing, oh, another thing that I loved at the very beginning is that Jaws is in the beginning. And he <laughs> gets his parachute doesn't work, so he falls through a big top. Yeah, he falls on a circus tent. <laughs> doesn't die. And levels the entire circus. <laughs> Falls from an airplane into a circus tent, doesn't die. No. Maybe he falls on the trapeze net. Oh, yeah, well, there you that's go. the beginning of the opening credits is that they show, like, a body, like, 
like twirling in the air. <laughs> You're supposed to think that's Jaws, but nope, it's the opening credit scene where yep. you can hear that shitty Moonraker song. <laughs> so what have we seen? We've seen the sky. Uh, we're back in London. Uh, we go to America. Then we go to Venice. Then we go to Rio. Then we go to Serape, Mexico, yeah. maybe. Then, also, where do we go? I want to talk about. I want to talk about when he fucking uh, goes to that CAA chick's apartment, mm. where it's just a big orgasm of gadgets and hit and puns. <laughs> oh my god! Until he's like, "You must be CIA. This is standard issue for CIA." <sighs> There's some puns in there where they—they're not even puns. They're just words that sound like they might rhyme, but they don't rhyme. <laughs> We're like, there's one where like he picks up her diary and he says, "Dear diary," and opens it, and a, and a dart flies out, and he says, "Deadly diary." Oh. <laughs> this was like a point where I like tuned out because I'm like, "What the fuck is going oh, on?" Oh God, here? it's so good. God, it doesn't sound good. Oh, it's so. Oh my God. And then the ambulance. There's so much product placement because. They legit Holy go shit, on the most up. billboard written road <laughs> where everything is another product. Like yeah, yeah. every time they cut to the ambulance driving, there's another billboard in the background. Yeah. It's like, well, we don't have any we didn't fucking do it, we just do it all here. It's <laughs> yeah. like Marlboro, yeah, Marlboro, Seven Up. Yeah, Seven Up. Seven Up is like all over this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because, uh, like right before it's like the um right before the uh gon or not the gondola, the uh no, it's the ambulance before they, uh, before, like, James gets away and goes to fucking Mexico or wherever the oh, fuck Oh, yeah, is. yeah, yeah. There's, like, people partying outside, like, 7-Up is the best thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Marlboro and something else. And then, like, the guy, like, launches into some chick's mouth on another billboard that it pans back to and yeah. it's something else. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so fucking lazy. Um, uh, so they eventually get to the moon. Well, or, first of all, they're on the Amazon River. Oh my god, I <laughs> forgot about this. Where he's like using his weird There's so ga- much shit in this movie. <laughs> he uses his weird gadget boat to blow up boat and then every time he brutally murders somebody, he gets a smirk on his face We're like, "You're a fucking psychopath." <laughs> like he blows up boats and he's like, "Yeah, yeah fuck yeah." Like, oh my god, you're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> I totally forgot about the Amazon boat yeah. scene. And then he, he flies off, he, like, the boat goes over a waterfall, which then he jettisons out of it onto a hang glider. <laughs> <laughs> and lands gracefully on the ground. Yeah. Like, you, it sounds like he's going to crash into, like, a bunch of trees. Then, no, he just catches a few leaves and, like... Lands gracefully on the ground and then is off yeah. on his way. And then Jaws falls off the waterfall, only yeah. to come back moments later, all wet, but perfectly fine. <laughs> perfectly fine. And then he finds, like, this weird oasis where there's, like, are some of, some of those... Where he fights a snake. <laughs> he fights, like, a stuffed animal snake. <laughs> Were these, like... Did some of these chicks die in the movie and they came back in this? I don't know. I don't fucking know either. Because there's yeah. like a ton of like attractive women like throughout this whole thing. Yeah. I think some of them die. I can't fucking remember if they do or not. Yeah. He like woke. He, he walks into this oasis where there's a bunch of women where he gets his look on his face where he's like, well, sweet. I'm going to fuck some more. Yeah. That's all. It's everything he wants to do. He's yeah. fucking this. Yeah. 
But nope, he gets attacked by a stuffed animal snake, <laughs> and then he just kind of plays with that for a while until yep. he stuffs a weird syringe in it. Yep. And then Jaws lifts him out of the water, and then he's captured. Yeah. How does he get out of that? Is that one of the weird things where he's captured, but he's not, like, captured? Yeah, they just, they're like, we we trust you. Yeah, we trust you, James Bond. <laughs> we trust you to not nemesis. steal a spaceship to go up to the, to go up to our space station. Trick. He, spiels, he steals a spaceship to yep. go up to the space station. Yeah. Uh, with the CIA agent. Yep. That's also with him as well at this point. And then this is where it gets really Austin Powersy, and there's a lot of lasers at this point. Oh, God. I love how at the end they were too cheap to get spaceships, so they just put people in spacesuits and had them fire yeah. lasers on each other. Which, that was so shitty looking. They were the size of spaceships, pretty much, like, <laughs> compared to the space station in the background. Oh, yeah. Like, they, it, it's pretty much like the end of Star Wars, but it's just people in spacesuits firing lasers at each other. Because, exactly. Like, yeah. they get shot with lasers, and then they blow up like a spaceship. Because <laughs> nobody knows how lasers yeah. work. Yep. And then they go inside the spaceship, and then there's other, like, where are these lasers from? <laughs> like, we want this whole movie with people firing guns using sticks? Yep. <laughs> But why didn't you give Asian dude a laser? Why'd you have to give him a fucking uh, a fencing helmet and a <laughs> and a fucking Singapore cane to go kill James Bond? Why don't you give him a fucking laser? I can't. It's not in space. Doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Uh, so you know what I also found bizarre is that there's a distress call that like James or like James Bond like uh, like stops there. Like, cloaking device in space. So then NASA finds out that there's, like, a weird object in space. And, like, sends, like, a crew there. And they it's there the, in five minutes. Yeah. They send the space marines. <laughs> and it's, like, a whole, like, space shuttle. Yeah. Launches, like, well, good thing we got one ready to go. Full of, like, 50 marines or whatever. <laughs> And, like, get launched into space. They're there at the space station, like, five minutes. They open up, like, the top of the space shuttle and, like, 20 dudes come out. Yeah. And they have, like, a weird, shitty Star Wars space battle. They're, like, wearing, like, dumb, shitty jetpacks firing lasers at each (laughs) other in the fucking... In in (laughs) mid-space. And then the other half go... Because that's how NASA works. They have a bunch of people in spacesuits with lasers on hand. You're ready just to fight bad other hey, people in hey, space Hey, sir, suits. we just found something. We just found an unidentified flying object in space. Send the regular crew, you know, the 50 guys waiting in a spaceship in mid-space waiting to blow shit up with lasers. You know, that group. That old chestnut. <laughs> Uh, so then the other, uh, dudes, like, infiltrate the space station and help James Bond and the CIA chick take down friggin' Drax and his whole deal. The, the... Yeah. And then you go into, like, a five to what felt like ten minute sequence where they're chasing those fucking three orbs that got away. Where it's oh like, my why God. couldn't you make up some bullshit where it's like, oh, I found a self-destruct thing for them. No, they got. We have to like watch them pick up all three of them one by one. Yeah, like as like a fucking clinical way to do something that doesn't exist. Yeah, I. Uh, so the 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 bad guys plotting this. Drax, what he wants to do is he takes a bunch of attractive people up into space on like six space shuttles and 
from his space station, he's going to launch his neurotoxin down onto the earth to cleanse the earth because it only affects humans. Yeah. Not plants or animals. Yes. And so then they're going to re then when that's all clear, they're going to repopulate the earth with a master race. Yeah. Pretty outlandish. Yeah. But let me say this. But there were there were people of different colors in it, so it's not racist. No, it's not racist. <laughs> it's just like physically attractive people yeah. is what they were. He just wants to get he just wants to look at the at the earth and get a hard on yeah. pretty much. And he wants to own everything. Yeah. <clears throat> For as ridiculous as what I thought this movie was, I didn't think the premise of this movie was as ridiculous as my expectations. It was still ridiculous. Yes. But, but I but for it being a guy that like is obsessed with owning everything and then found a way around it by like putting all these people under contract for them to be like, okay, yeah, you own the earth and then saving them so that he can kill everyone else that didn't sign these contracts so he can actually legit own the earth. Yeah. I mean that's for a James Bond like villain, that's a decent a, premise. Yeah. And it's a big grandiose idea. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't sound when you're watching it it doesn't like feel like it's out of place. No. It works in a yeah. James Bond yeah. movie. Yeah. Um so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but if there's a common trope that this movie did with the rest of our month pretty much, the bad guys beaten by getting sucked out the airlock. <laughs> And it's so unnecessary because James Bond shoots him with a with a neuro dart. Yeah, so he was going to die anyway. He was going to die like in thirty seconds, and then James Bond's like, "Nah, you need to suffocate in space too." <laughs> so he does. Yeah, shoots him out the airlock, and, and I'm like, like, "You got to be fucking kidding he me!" Even like throw him out. He just gingerly leads him out the airlock. <laughs> yeah, because he shoots him. And the Drax is like slowly just keeps walking backwards yeah, and he's like, into oh, the airlock. Here you go. Here you go. And like, he and then just... he just put him in there just so he could fuck it, just so he can deliver the amazing line of, "Well, he had to fly." <laughs> what a dumb fucking line! <laughs> God damn this movie. Also, my favorite, my favorite pun in this whole movie is at the very end when he's fucking the CIA chick in space. And then Q says, he's preparing for re-entry. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That was the best one. <laughs> was... Out of all of the dumb shitty ones Bond did throughout this whole movie, Q came in with like the one where it's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> this is the, the good one. To end on. Here's yep. the good one. Yep. Uh, yeah. Fucking Moonraker, dude. <laughs> this movie felt like it was five years long and... But at the same time, had some great things in it, and it wasn't as ridiculous as I thought. I I will say this: I'm not the biggest James Bond fan Me because either. I feel yeah. like all the James Bond movies are ridiculous, but they treat them so seriously. Yeah, like <clears throat> like I said, with all the shit where like everyone's being gentlemanly with each other, even though they're in life threatening situations where mm-hmm. you're like. If you have any respect for human lo- for your own life, you would just kill this guy right now. <laughs> yeah. But you're like and but then like I don't know, like even like the Sean Connery ones where it's like, "Oh, I'm conducting a Law and Order SVU investigation over a woman being painted gold." <laughs> right. 
Like, it's suffocating. Yeah, like this is already ridiculous <laughs> as it is. Why are you treating this so seriously? So with this, where like they're already like, this is fucked up. We're just gonna give you a bunch of weird shit. <laughs> like I had a, I like. For as much as I rag on movies for being terrible, I had a fucking ball watching this. It I is too. so goddamn bad. <laughs> I did. Like, like if you're going in, if you've seen any, like I said before, if you've seen any other James Bond movie, like, this really isn't, like, out, like that outlandish. Yeah. Like, it sticks to all the tropes. Yeah. Like, that James Bond has done from previous movies and movies after this yeah like it does go into space which is more grandiose than some of the other ones have yeah but at the same time it's not out of it's not out of left field like it 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 the only thing is it's just like so fucking long and there's so many pointless things in this some things that just don't work there's so much dumb i got i still can't get over the fucking jaws dresses a clown walking forever <laughs> in that alleyway and then the chick just staring at him. <laughs> but at the same, oh, it's like, so good. But the it it's got like an awesome opening. Yeah, like it really doesn't lose steam. At least it didn't for me until they get to Rio, which feels like it could have been like a third of the way through the movie. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> but like, I didn't have a terrible time watching this. <laughs> I had just because it's so bad. I had so much fun. Yeah, I was, I was laughing. This entire fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, so what What would you score it? Oh, man. I mean, I would not... It, unless you're very drunk with friends. Yeah. I would not spend money on this. No. Like, no, no, no. Definitely, like... my The best way I would think to, like, fucking see this is, like, wait till you get a friend that loves James Bond and he has all of them. <laughs> and then he's like... I've got all of them. Oh my god, they're so good. Do you want to borrow one? Like, yeah, I want to borrow Moonraker. And then watch as their face <laughs> just just <sinks>. melts. Because <laughs> I've heard podcasts with like where there's people that are big fans of James Bond, and then like when they even say the word Moonraker, like it's it sounds like a chore for them. Yeah. Because like, and then <sighs> Moonraker. <laughs> but it's like it like hurts James Bond fans when they think of Moonraker. Yeah. But I fucking love it because it's legit. It shows how fucking dumb James Bond is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because James Bond is fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, real dumb. <laughs> he, oh, uh, yeah, especially in this. But I I had a great time in it. But I, I feel like the same time, with like, same thing you were saying. Like, I wouldn't spend money on it. No. Like, I'd only really watch it again if I was drunk or with, like, a bunch of other people. Yeah. Because there is a point in this where I'm just like, oh, this movie's still fucking going. Yeah, there was some times where I was on my phone where I was like just waiting for him to just do something. Yeah. But I think I would give this movie like... I'm going to give it a C. Yeah, I was going to say a yeah. C. Like, <clears throat> it's not great, but it feels like James Bond. Yeah. But it's still it's not awful. great. Like, yeah, it's, it's awful. But it's not... Comp- it's not completely terrible. There's some great things in it. An opening sequence with the because that scene in the in the sky with the fucking like plane, like that will would never be shot today. No. They would just CG the fuck out of it. Yeah. But like the fact that you see like this is an actual scene that's taking like that like adds like some suspense to it. Yeah. And like the whole like 
the fight scene with him, like they're act- it looks like they're actually like fighting. Like, Fuck, we got like we only have so much time to fucking actually <laughs> do this. So like we have yeah. to actually like do this fast to like actually yeah. play out this whole fight scene. Like it actually looks like they're frantic, like yeah. fighting with each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good. Like the high point of the film for me is that opening scene. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I would give it a C. Like weird movie just to fucking pop in and want to watch oh man it's so yeah there you go and james bond i think pretty sure he legit fucks five women in this (laughs) yeah maybe like i don't know like i had it at maybe three but it could have been five including like the chick just meets him at the airport like just meets him at the airport when he gets to rio and they get to his apartment that he's like like well got time and then just like starts on like like (laughs) untying her dress and she's just like, yeah. like every time like he's about to fuck one of these chicks, it looks like they go into like a comatose state where they're just yeah. like, all right, we're going to fuck now. <laughs> and they're just like, they're not saying no. They're just like staring at him like, is he seriously doing, oh, I guess, I guess I'm going to fuck him. Because <laughs> like I was, I was legit wondering like if Roger Moore did more movies after this because like with all due respect, Roger Moore, I know you're passed away with all respect to the dead, but. He was old enough in this where the sex seemed awkward. Yeah. And I think he was the oldest Bond as well. Yeah. it. He's old enough where, like, him, like, seducing these younger women is, like, it does not feel right. Like, it feels like these women are try- are forcing are forcing themselves for him to force them on, force himself on them. Like, they're just like, all right, just bite your lip and... <laughs> I'm looking like, up. Even his kissing is weird in this. Like, he just, like, opens his mouth and, like, was just like, Ugh. like, he looks like a fun, like, he looks like those fucking, um, like, those guppies that, like, attach themselves to the sides of fish tanks when he's, like, uh, kissing them. God. Let's see. Uh, like, his kissing is gross in this. I love you, Roger Moore. R.I.P. <laughs> but, my God. It's, his kissing is disgusting in this. Um... Let's see. He was in Live and Let Die in 73, Man with the Golden Gun in 74, uh, The Spy Who Loved Me in 77, Moonraker in 79. Shit, that might have been his last one. Oh, no. For Your Eyes Only in 81. Oh, shit. And then Octopussy in 83. Oh, my God. And then a view to kill in eighty five. God, so he, <laughs> so he already looked old as fucking this, and he had three more <laughs> after this. Yeah. Holy shit, Roger Moore. Yeah. See, that's why I get confused on like who did, who did what, and all that. So shit. then, so then the eighty five one, that one's the last one before Pierce Brosnan comes in. Then. Yeah, because then it was on like a hiatus. Yeah. Yep. I have to. I'd have to look up all the other ones, but like, F and A, dude. But yeah, there you go, dude. So is Roger Moore one of your? Uh, what? Where, where would he rank in your James Bonds? Man, he's seen? a. I don't know. He's such a dick. I know. <laughs> Just in this, like, at. at I can't even, like, see, like, why women would be attracted to him because he just comes off as an asshole. Yeah. And then when he starts fucking these chicks, it's just like, say no, baby, please, say no. Uh, I think he would rank near the bottom for my James Bonds. Like, but I haven't seen, like, 
the Timothy Dalton one or the George Lazenby one. I heard the George Lazenby one's terrible. Me too. I actually have something on George Lazenby um, in my What You've Been Watching. What? Yeah, but uh, so I've only seen like Roger Moore in this one. I'd be curious to see the Timothy Connery. Dalton one because I fucking love Timothy Dalton. Yeah, and I think he was only in one of them too, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he was one. Maybe he was more in the eighties, like between like eighty five and like in the nineties. I think yeah. I think he might have been the next one after uh, after Roger Moore. Hmm. Man, I bet James Bond fans fucking hate us. <laughs> I know because <laughs> we don't know shit. We don't know shit. Yeah, we're like <laughs> we trying, like we're trying to talk expertly. Like Moonraker. Yeah, we're talking. <laughs> we're trying to talk expertly about James Bond while we're like praising Moonraker and like shitting on everything else. <laughs> But uh, I think Daniel Craig's my favorite one. Like, yeah, he's, I, I like the fact that they're actually making him into. They made him into like a legit like secret agent. Yeah, with for uh, Casino Royale and yeah. uh, and uh, um, Skyfall. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I like the fact that they have Daniel Craig who does look like he looks like a dude that's seen some shit. Yeah, 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 and like, it, and it's played out as that too. Yeah. Um. And I, I think after that, maybe Sean Connery, because I really just like Sean Connery. But you got to take it like when the movies were made. Like, I've only ever seen Golden or Goldfinger from Sean Connery, I think. Yeah. Maybe one other one. They're interchangeable. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. But fucking, uh, I liked him, I think, next. And then maybe Pierce Brosnan and then Roger Moore. Sure. Does that sound right? Sure. Was there any other people besides the two that we haven't seen? I don't think I don't so. Think, who knows? <laughs> who fucking knows, yeah. dude, how many James Bonds there were? But yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Well, good stuff. besides Moonraker, JT, what else have you been into this last week? Uh, Well, uh, just on a whim, I watched the movie The Manchurian Candidate oh, on yeah. Netflix. Jesus. I, I don't know. That I is just, a whim. I know. It's... <laughs> <laughs> totally out of left field. Just wanted to watch it, and uh, you know what? It's pretty good. All right, yeah, Heard it's great. Meryl Streep is like really good in it. She plays like the the mother of uh, Liev Schreiber in it. Yeah, and she's like probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. All right, like well. she's just like this conniving woman, like mother who's just like she's like charming, but also really creepy at the same time. Okay. Like, right. I don't know, she was, like, Meryl Streep's really fucking good. Oh, yeah, she's really great. And so, like, for, like, a throwaway movie like this, where it's like, let's just remake a fucking old-ass movie, like, she she comes in and she, like, actually makes, like, a really interesting character out of it. Right. So I thought it was good. All right. And uh, me and Molly started watching The Keepers on Netflix, too. Mm-hmm. The, uh, <clears throat> that movie about uh, that nun who was murdered. Yeah. And uh, it's... I think we have one more episode left to watch, but yeah, it is gross. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, like they fucking they like the first half of it goes more into like the school and like how fucked up that was. Like, not to ruin anything, but like there's a school where some fucked up shit happens, and then the uh, this nun who works there is gonna like turn them in. And then she ends up, and then like she ends up missing, and then they find her body two months later. Mm-hmm. And this woman comes, uh, comes, 
up and like basically says like, yeah, I was part of like that fucked up shit that happened at the school. And, um, I was thinking of talking. And then when I was thinking of talking, like these certain people from the school led me to her body and said, if you talk, this is going to be you. Oh man. So like a whole lot, like a whole lot of the show is like these people coming together and like doing a lot of investigating being like, okay, so who killed this nun? Like, is this one woman telling the truth? Uh, is this school really doing this fucked up shit that they're being accused of? And it's, yeah, like, they go into, like, the, the they interview, like, the chick that came forward as being told that, or saying that she saw her body. And, like, the things she went through at the school, like, you, if it's true, like, you feel for her because it's some fucked up shit. Dang. Uh, I know Chelsea said she really wanted, uh, she kind of wanted to check this out, so. Yeah. In for some heavy stuff. It's, yeah, it's super <laughs> fucked. Like, it's, well, like, you you can kind of probably piece it together when I say that it's a Catholic school with a bunch of priests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can kind of piece together where yeah. they're going to go with this. Sure. And this is, like, before the heyday of, like, in the early 2000s where, like, the shit started hitting the fan. Right. So it's, like. When she comes forward, like, yeah, they did this shit to me. People are like, but he's a priest. Priests are nice people. They don't do this stuff. And yeah. you're like, when she goes into great detail what they did to her, you're like, man, I would, I would fucking kill myself. <laughs> oh my because God. they do some fucked up shit to her and everyone's calling her a piece of shit for saying that they did this to her. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's real bad. Ooh, the Keepers. Yeah. Where can they find that? It's on Netflix. Netflix. I couldn't remember if that was Hulu or Yeah, Netflix. they're kind of like, kind of uh, playing it up as they're like next making a murderer. But I like this as a companion piece to that because whereas making a murderer kind of showed it from like who the the accused point of view, this one does a lot more from the victim's point of view. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, anything else? That's it that's for it. me, dude. Um, well, besides watching a ton of sweet. 90s TV intros today. Oh my god. <laughs> it all started with uh we went to the DG and got I just got like a coke or whatever and they have all the names on the cokes. Yeah. Mine said Walker. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I need to watch the Walker Texas in- like <laughs> Texas Ranger intro." And that led me to like Baywatch Nights and fucking Did you watch The Perfect Strangers? Didn't see Perfect Strangers. But I like Nightman, Viper, Remember that show? Nightmare. (laughs) Like uh, a a ton of that shit. So I spent like a good probably hour watching just TV intros from the 80s and 90s. My God. Good time spent. I tell you what. Uh, Also been working real hard on that goddamn patio. Oh, yeah. Wanted it to be done by Memorial Day. Was not. Oh, no. Wanted it to be done by this weekend, which it probably won't be. So now my goal is to have it done before I have to go back to work, which is next weekend. Oh, shit. It has to be done by next weekend, I think. Maybe the weekend after. I'll say it's going to be a bitch with that garage sale and the patio still not being done. <laughs> yeah, well, we're just going to have it like out in the driveway oh, or okay, whatever. It's not going to be on there. But, yeah. like, I went at it. This last weekend with my brother, and we spent, like, eight hours out there in the sun. We were fucking wrecked after that. Like, the next day, I didn't do shit, because, like, I got so, like, I was in the sun so much, it just 
cook me. Like oh, you yeah. even said like that day because oh. I saw you that night and you're like, you look really tan. And I'm like, I've just spent a lot of time in the sun <laughs> <laughs> and like just bending over all day. Like my back was killing me. But today I found like a good groove. Like I worked on it today. Good. And I did about as half as much today as I did with my brother. Yeah. And so like I was like and my and I feel fine. Good. So hopefully I, I can get more done the next few days. There you go. But it will be done you by get the get a t- sweet patio out of it. I know. That's what I keep saying. And like I just gotta lay the rest of the stones and then fill it in with sand and then it's done. That's it. Nice. Oh, it's so fucking long. It's taken till full so fucking long. And like I was thinking like as we were doing it, if I would have just bought the pavers, yeah. All I had to do was like get gravel, lay them in there, and like lay the gravel in there, flatten it down and then lay the pavers in there, we could have been done in an afternoon. Yeah. But like because I'm making like I cut costs by buying just concrete and making each paver, Ugh. It, I have to wait five minutes to lay the next one Ugh. because it has to cure in that thing before I can lift it up. Oh, God. That's the l- hardest part is having to make the concrete and waiting just for... And I have two pavers, like paver molds, so I can just pop one in, yeah. do that one, wait for it to dry, pop the next one in and do yeah. that. But it's just like the whole process is like taken for fucking <laughs> ever. But... At the same time, I'm saving like a thousand dollars doing this. I before that, and I have the time. Yeah, so it's like Jesus Christ, it will be done before. Say, coming I go off to the work. heels of thinking that you're almost going to have to spend a thousand dollars for that fucking yeah, and it only gravel. cost me ninety. It cost me less than a hundred. I know. I was like so happy for you when you said that. <laughs> I was like, I was legit worried when you said you had to spend that much just for gravel. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. So like, like I want to like. Like, make you a casserole or something. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think last week I said on here that, like, it was going to be, like, 130 per ton or whatever for yeah. the gravel. No. It was, <sighs> I got the cheapest option, which is just, like, driveway gravel. Yeah. And it was, he said it was going to be, like, the cheapest option, and it was seven tons, and it ended up being less than $100. Ugh. It was ninety eight fifty. <sighs> so I about shit my pants. <laughs> And that guy, like, he owned he owns the place. Like, it's just a local gravel, yeah. like, excavating guy. Yeah. And so, I was he fucking with me? Like, yeah. what was he doing? Like, playing a game? I don't know. Anyway, I'm so grateful. That, like, really, I'm only about $500 into this whole project. That's not bad. It's Yeah, it's not bad. Because if I were to buy the, pat, like, patio pavers already made, yeah. it was going to be 1200 just for those. Ugh. I priced it out. $1,200 on sale. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck that. You're like a modern day Bob Vila over here. <laughs> and so that doesn't add in, like, the gravel I've spent, or, like, I had to ba- buy and all that other shit, too. So, like, and I would have had to buy, like, leveling sand for that. Because what's cool for this is that if when you make the concrete, you let, you set the, the fucking mold in there and kind of make it level-ish by eye, yeah. the concrete molds to the ground and, like, will level itself off. Ah. There you go. Another perk. That's only interesting to me because this has been my life for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you... 
took like six weeks off just to do more work <laughs> and more st- like strenuous work than yeah. I actually do at work. Yeah. So that's fucked up. But I am making a YouTube video out of this. There you go. So look for it when I get it done because it's going to be like the noobs guide or Chelsea even said like dad bod builders. Like, nice. guide to making a patio with no experience. Dead bod builders. <laughs> so that's what I think I'm going to do. Um, anyway, other than that, we've been watching a little bit of That 70s Show. Oh, yeah, like, you brought that up, like, a while like, ago. Like, we have been watching Better Call Saul or Fargo or, like, even The Wire. Like, stuff that I should just watch while I have the time off. We're just going back to a classic <sighs> That 70s Show. Like, we're, like... Through the first two seasons? Yeah. Dude, that's a fucking great show. Alright. It's so fun. Like, go back and just start it from, like, the first few episodes. You're like, man, this is a this is a real great show. Like, I fucking love <laughs> oh, Red Foreman. It is fun. It's so fun. Like, it brings back a little bit of nostalgia. Yeah. Just, like, watching it while you're in high school. Yep. What a great show. Also, last thing. Yeah. The one thing I was going to bring up about George Lazenby. Lazenby? Lazenby. Yeah, Lazenby. Um, After I watched Moonraker, it auto-played into something else last night when I was watching it. Something called Becoming Bond. And it's a whole documentary about just George Lazenby's career. Yeah. And it starts from when he was... It starts from, like, his birth, essentially... Yeah. And is uh, recreated, like, scenes of his life are recreated with actors mm-hmm. while he's telling the story. And, like, I'm not all the way through it, but it's really good. Really? Yeah, I really find it entertaining. Hmm. And it tells, like, the first time he had sex, like, <laughs> like weird thing. He, like, hated school, and he's, like, Australian. And so, like... He would just bring, like, snakes to school. Or, like, one time he brought a backpack full of bats, live bats, to school. And just, like, opened them up in a classroom because he fucking just hated going. So this cast of this, like, weirdo is a James Bond? (laughs) Yeah. I I haven't gotten to the point where he got, like, into his acting career or anything like that. But, like, it's really... I, I... Find it really well done, and it's like a Hulu exclusive, too. Oh, shit. So, like, yeah, check. I'm going to finish it, but check it out. Becoming Bond. It's really Hmm. interesting so far. Right on. That's it. That's all I've been doing. All right. Well, if people want to tell you, JT, how great Meryl Streep is, where could... Gem. (laughs) Where can they do that? Find me at Bucky for Everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for Everyone on Instagram, and you know what? Snapchat me that Streep. As well. <laughs> snap that street. Snap that street. Hashtag snap that street. Snap that street. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. And not only on Twitter, you can find us at Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Gmail. All at Review Review Pod. Just fucking look it up. Review, review, spelled, just... Do some fucking work for yourself. (laughs) Just how it is in the title of the episode. Next week, Wonder Woman. It's a big one. The big one. One one of the most anticipated movies, if not our reviews for this year. Yes, that's very true. This is a make or break for DC, maybe. Make or break, very well said. So far, it's making it. There's been a lot of positive reviews for it so far. I've... Some even going out of their way to saying it's the best comic book movie ever. We'll see we'll about see. that. It's got a 
so far it's got a very high rating on very, Rotten very Tomatoes, 95%. Jesus Christ. That's pretty good. And it's better than Guardians uh, Volume yeah. 2. Yeah. At this point. So, let's see how it goes. Wait, it's it doesn't have the critical reviews that it needs until we get out there. Right. Wait till everyone's we get waiting, there. waiting by their computer for that <laughs> Thursday morning when our review gets posted. That's right. That's right. Just wait. Yeah. Next week, baby. Next week. It's going to happen. That's right. Well, until then, I've been short of the Mac Extreme. I am JD3K. We are off. <laughs>